1: What's up, everybody? Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown. I'm your host, Jake Burns. It is Saturday, February 18th. This is going to be your Saturday Mock Draft edition, which we have done, if you haven't paid attention, uh, many of these over the last few weeks, uh, obviously doing them every day in written content. But I like doing these as a pairing to the four mocks on Saturday as a means to talk through the actual thought process behind these mock drafts and why I pick the players I pick. And I think sometimes audio form plays really really well. So, like I said, we're doing free agency mocks paired with these. Those will be uh, continued to be done obviously over the next month or so as we are really about to hit our stride in the off season just about 10 days away from the combine where we start to get a bigger and better more broad picture of what these guys look like as athletes and we can start to narrow down the selection pool especially early in the draft for the Browns and then obviously right after the mock, I'm sorry, right after the A combine we get into free agency and that clears up sort of everything as far as what the browns are going to be looking for angles they're taking for the draft so on and so forth so um, we're close moral of the story but until we get to free agency we'll continue to do the separate free agency mock where we give you an idea of what the front office will do with free agents of their own and free agents that they can go out and sign, and then pair that with the mock draft. So for this one, uh, this particular four mock, I am going to spend my time focusing on uh, one that we did on the fifteenth, which is around Javon Hargrave. So the Browns make uh, a signing of Javon Hargrave, a defensive tackle, sort of their big signing at that position. And then they go out and sign Juan Thornhill as safety. So that helps to solidify the safety position after John Johnson leaves. So that leaves us a pretty good opportunity. Obviously still going to need more at defensive tackle. And at edge, we brought back Chase Winovich. So uh, that doesn't really leave us in a great position at edge with Thomas there. So we're looking at that spot. Uh, Nick Harris uh, is our, our lone center. Levin is our backup that we signed in free agency. So there's some... Leverage there, but we're still looking and Joku and Brian are our only two real tight ends at this point. So uh, Pharaoh Brown could be included in that group, but we're sort of on the borderline uh, We had Nick Chubb, Dearness Johnson and Jerome Ford back at running back But that doesn't eliminate running back from consideration in this mock two as well. And then we went out and signed uh, Marquise Goodwin At wide receiver for some really good speed from a veteran perspective but not tying ourselves to anything at wide receiver either so that gives you an idea of what we're going into this this mock draft with I should say too we did add at linebacker Rashawn Evans so we let go of Anthony Walker brought in Rashawn Evans uh, from Tennessee then JOK Tony Fields Jacob Phillips Reggie Ragland also brought back as well at corner Uh, We did go out and address with a former Brown who's played really well in the slot of late Tavier Thomas, but that certainly doesn't eliminate the position as one that we could pay attention to or potentially draft a better placement because you have Denzel Greg and Martin Emerson and then Tavier Thomas, AJ Green and then Thomas Graham will be back in a limited capacity on the bubble as well. So that gives you an idea of what we're going into this draft with. Let's fire up this mock we are obviously paying attention and we'll field any trade calls that land in our lap, obviously, because as I said, in yesterday's mock draft, we are paying attention to any offers to help bolster what is a rough 2024 draft selection grouping for us. So uh, listen, Tennessee, these trade offers on a mock draft database simulator, the NFL one here is is rough. They, they oftentimes send you some really slanted ones. Every now and again, you get a good one, but like, The first offer is a bunch of picks in 24. Can't take that. Pittsburgh's actually offering us a pretty interesting trade, moving back seven spots for an extra third and fifth next year and a Tennessee seventh. So I'm actually interested in that. The Lions are offering us to move back six spots. 2.48 was what we would get. So we go from 42 to 48 and get a third and seventh next year. I'm going to take that. I think that's too good to pass up to gain a pick next year. Uh, When we get to 48, there's more trade offers. The Falcons are offering a bunch of next year. We're not going to take that. Philly's offering two round twos next year, uh, but we'd have to move back to pick 94 from pick 48. I do think the Browns would be tempted by that, but I don't think they would actually do it. The Raiders are offering something very unrealistic, so we're not going to actually do that for the sake of, uh, of this draft and having some sort of fun with it. And having some players selected. But but it is uh, it does give you an idea of what can actually be done in some of these drafts with moving around. But but again, that, the, that trade offer I couldn't take. It was just a little off the wall. Uh, so picks that happened in front of us John Michael Schmitz, the uh, Minnesota offensive lineman, went to Washington. Drew Sanders went to Arkansas at 46, 45. Felix Anudike Ozoma went to Kansas State, a guy I just took in yesterday's draft. Uh, Tuli Tui Peloto. Uh, went to uh, Atlanta at 44, Darnell Wright, tackle from Tennessee, went to the Jets at 43, and then um, uh, Detroit jumped up with us at trade 42 to get the edge they wanted, which was Will McDonald. So we're up at 48, top of the board, Dalton Kincaid, the tight end, Antonio Johnson, safety from Texas A&M, Darnell Washington, the tight end from Georgia, Luke Musgrave, tight end from Oregon State, and then guys who would be in our wheelhouse, Keanu Benton and Mazie Smith, both available At this spot. Uh, Kayshawn Boutte, the wide receiver is available among some other wide receivers. Cedric Tillman, Nathaniel Dell, Tank Dell, Marvin Mims, Parker Washington, Tyler Scott, all guys that I would be very interested in taking at this spot. You know, that edge has some interesting fits, uh, Derek Hall available. Andre Carter, Zach Harrison, um, Addie Adibawore, the kid from uh, Northwestern with inside-out flexibility. You know, listen, you know me well enough by now that I'm I'm pretty much standing up on the podium for Tyler Scott. So if the Browns move back to 48, he's on. He's about number 46 or 47 on Dane Brugler's big board. I'm taking Tyler Scott, even though you took Marquise Goodwin. I want I wanted insurance for that sort of role anyway. I feel really good about taking Tyler Scott, and and that's just, again, I'm just kind of standing up and saying a player that I think is going to be really good. So I'm interested in taking him there. We end up doing so. Now pick 98 is where we are up next. We get an offer from the Cardinals, but not a good offer. We get an offer from the 49ers to move back one spot, and they'll give us an additional fifth. Pick 166 and pick 255. That's interesting. I don't think we can come off that Uh, the Texans are offering us to move back to 104 and giving us 138 201 and then some additional late picks there so we're going to take that Texans offer I don't think I can pass that up they're giving us a fifth and a sixth and then a 24 sixth and seventh to move up seven spots so we take that offer we slide back just a little bit and we end up with pick 104 instead of pick 98 we uh You have some trade offers here, none of which are all too appealing. I think we're going to pass on these trade offers, and we're going to make our pick. So we're up, like I said, pick 104. Guys on the board I'm interested in. Jordan Battle, the safety from Alabama. Cindy Brown, the safety from Illinois. JL Skinner. Dayan Henley, the kid from Washington State who had a great senior bowl. um, He's available. Tight end Sam Laporta available. Cornerback Garrett Williams. Edge Byron Young available. Nick Herbig is also available. Um, so, listen, there's not maybe a fantastic home run edge to pair with, uh, with, with our selection that, you know, uh, with the wide receiver selection we had earlier. But I do think there's some talent here that we could draw, you know, our eyes could be drawn to. And I especially like some of the D-Tackle D uh, names that are still sitting on the board right here as well. I'm probably drawn to the best of both worlds, a guy who they could end up fitting inside or out, and that's Colby Wooden out of Auburn. So I'm going to select Colby Wooden uh, at this spot. I think Wooden has done a nice job in his time at uh, at Auburn. He, he has put up uh, sack seasons of 6, 7, and 4, hurries 24, 26, and 17. So he's produced in that regard, uh, played a bunch of snaps. He's done some inside stuff. He's done some outside stuff. So he's kind of aligned... Like, for example, last year, his positional flexibility, 253 snaps outside the tackle. He had 259 in the B-gap as a 3-tech or 4-I. He had 131 as that 4-I true alignment. So I'm interested in Colby Wooden. I like the flex, and his Browns might be looking to get bigger edge players uh, opposite Miles, I'm certainly drawn to him. Now we're up again at pick 111. Top of the board, Cedric Tillman, J.L. Skinner, Day, and Henley. I'm certainly drawn uh, to some names here that could impact the offensive side too. Sam Laporta, Sean Tucker uh, are names that are certainly ones that I'm paying attention to, but I'm actually going to go with a player you might not be uh, all too familiar with. That's Nick Herbig, the the linebacker, but Hassan Reddick's type of feel of a player, uh, a little smaller, but man, was he he was really good in like I think that if he's like a Sam or a walk-up two-point edge uh, in in pass-rushing situations, you're really going to like him. He's young. He had 11 sacks this year, 9 sacks the year before, 6 quarterback hits each year, 17 uh, hurries, 26 hurries the year before. He's uh, outside the tackle alignment guy, doesn't play off the ball much. Like I said, he's 230, but can you get him up to 240? I think there's something there with Nick Herbig. So we're going to take him... At that spot, pick 111, and we'll be up again uh, here at pick 126. And I think there's some nice options here at 126. I think one that I keep getting drawn back to, especially as I look at what the Browns have uh, right now and into the future, that's at corner. And I think Travius Hodges Tomlinson is a guy that I'm always drawn to uh, because I think he's got the ability to end up being an inside guy, but he's got obviously outside experience. He's number 60 on Pro Football Focus's big board. Uh, He gave up uh, just 365 yards last year. He was obviously the award winner for the best corner in college football last year. He has uh, five interceptions over the last two years. Done a great job in that. Only gave up a 42.5 passer rating in his direction. Uh, He can play in the slot, I think, as a transition, though. It's going to be a transition for him. But I do think he can eventually do that. So I'm very interested in Travius at that spot, 126. So remember, because of the trade, we're actually up again at 138 in front of our picks, 142 and 144. So we are going to make our pick now at pick 138. And uh, and if he's there and, and we're looking for more interior help, Carl Brooks, the Ohio kid out of Bowling Green, we're going to take him. He's older. He's 23, but that doesn't bother me all too much. We're going to end up taking him right there and feel pretty good about it. Now, up at pick 142 again, uh, we have a slew of picks coming in quickly here. If we get to 142 and Jaden Reed is still on the board, I really have a hard time seeing the Browns pass him up. Even though they've already drafted Tyler Scott, they've added some picks here, and I think Jaden Reed is well worth the selection. And if Deuce Vaughn is here... This is a great complimentary running back. I'd be interested in him, but I gotta tell you, I'm more interested in Keaton Mitchell. And if Keaton Mitchell is here at 44, I'm taking him. I think he is—he's gonna blow up the combine and be so good. I think people are gonna be just sort of blown away by how good that young man is, uh, and, and especially after the numbers. And you look at it—I've—I've I've just been drawn to him. But I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be mad at Deuce Vaughn or. Um, keaton mitchell at that spot as as a as a down-the-line type of player here we're about begin at 190 again you know looking ahead at what do we need to replace down the line i'm certainly drawn to interior o-line if there's somebody available or linebacker if you really like a player at linebacker and there's one guy that i really like at linebacker who i think is going to be a top 150 player because he had a great senior bowl and you can see the athleticism probably going to be a combine show out that's Marte Mapu who's who's really good I think he's going to be fun we're going to take a quick break before our last two selections Uh, we will be right back after a quick word from our sponsors
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
1: Okay, so at this point, we've taken Tyler Scott, wide receiver from Cincinnati at 48. 104, Colby Wooden, a defensive lineman, inside-out player at pick 104 out of Auburn. Nick Herbig, the walk-up stand-up edge, potentially doing some off-ball Sam stuff as well, linebacker. Uh, but, boy, a hybrid player who's fun out of Wisconsin at 111. 126, Travius Hodges-Tomlinson out of TCU. At 138, Carl Brooks as a part of our trade package return. Uh, from the texans we get carl brooks the d lineman out of bowling green it's going to be a fun interior player for us we take Jaden reed we double up at wide receiver at 142 we take keaton mitchell the running back from east carolina at 144 Marte mapu the San, sacramento state linebacker at 190 and now we are up again at 201 top players on the board ronnie hickman from ohio state kytrell Hare, or sorry kytrell clark from louisville cameron to the tight end Uh, Thomas Incombe, the the edge out of Central Michigan, is available there as well. There's a lot to like here, a lot of good young players. Boy, at this spot, man, I would be extremely interested if the right tight end was available. And and a guy that I really like as a third tight end, developmental tight end, just sheer size and blocking ability, I really like Davis Allen from Clemson. So we're going to snag Davis Allen out of Clemson at that spot. A lot of experience, good player. We're up again with our last pick at 231, drawn to interior o and we're going to take Alex Forsyth out of Oregon and hope that he pans out. Him or Dawson Deaton end up panning out as some sort of projectable long-term interior player. So that is our draft. Again, we made two trades. We traded initially with the Lions. They gave us pick 48 For pick 42. So we moved back six spots. They offered up a round three and round seven next year. We couldn't turn it down, trying to replace some picks for next year. And then the Texans moved up from 104 to 98, gave us back 104, gave us a haul. They gave us back 138, 201 in this year's draft, and then round six and seven in next year's draft, which gave us a bevy of selections this year and obviously bolstered our next year's draft with four additional 2024 picks between those two trades. But we were also able to haul in Tyler Scott. Cincinnati, Colby Wooden out of Auburn, D. Lyman, Edge, Nick Herbig out of Wisconsin, Travis Hodges-Tomlinson, the corner out of TCU, Carl Brooks, the defensive lineman, uh, defensive tackle out of Bowling Green, Jaden Reed, the wide receiver out of Michigan State, Keaton Mitchell, the running back out of East Carolina, Marte Mapu, the linebacker from Sacramento State, Davis Allen, the tight end from Clemson, and then Alex Forsythe, the guard, center, Uh, probably more center out of Oregon a little older but again a player that you think can really develop for you and be a part of things relatively quickly so that is today's Saturday mock draft check out four mock drafts at the OBR if you'd like to see in written form we have Quincy Carrier Jeff Risden, and Cody Sook all three great guests obviously and they do some great drafts as well so check them out appreciate you guys stopping by on this Saturday have a fantastic Saturday and potentially Sunday maybe we'll have something up for you Sunday I'm gonna try anyway guys have a great Saturday thanks for being here